host Amy Quinley. This is the unofficial Jeff Lewis Live after show. You thought we were gone? You thought we were gone? Joke's on you, bitch. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, to start off, I got so many great messages this weekend. Such great advice. Everyone is right. Thank you. I love you. We all want the Jeff Lewis Live after show, so I just need to now show SiriusXM that we are serious, too. Okay, you might be serious. We're serious, too. We mean business. I'm going to work even fucking harder till this is my full-time job. Amy Quinley is here to stay. Why? Because I love recaps and I love Jeff Lewis. It's genuinely that simple. It's that simple. And I have nothing else to fucking do with my time. So we're going to keep this motherfucking party going. Just like Jameson's neighbor. Who's with me? Woo! All right. You know I just love doing that. I don't know why. I love a chant. I love when everybody chants together. I love when everybody cheers together. I just love it. Shout out first. First and foremost, shout out to the Bravo programming manager this weekend. Okay, whoever got to pick the content, it, 10 out, 11 out of 10, 11 out of 10. And we all know how I feel about the E channel, Eeyore, Eeyore. So, I mean, sorry, I want to work for you too. In any, I'll work for any of you and I'll stop talking shit about you once I start working. Once you give me a paycheck, that's when the shit stocking, stocking, I will not stalk ever. And also Jeff, I just want you to know that like, your family, you know, we're the Jeff Lewis Live family. So like we can talk shit, but if anybody else in the world was to talk shit about you, are you kidding? It's like my sisters. Like I will say the worst things about them. If a friend repeats it and it's like, oh yeah, isn't your sister a bitch? It's like, boom, no bitch. Now you're on the fucking table. I just Cupid chokehold you learn to fucking love and don't call people bitches. I don't even know what any of that means. And that's not true. We all know I've never been in a fight before. Oh my God, I'd be so scared. But I could fucking take you as well. So anyways, we're sticking to the positive things. The Bravo programmer this weekend. I would have never sat and watched the traders on my own. But yesterday was a rainy Sunday. Smoked a little Mary J. And I was fully invested. Fully, maybe because Kate Chastain's in it and I just fucking love her. And I also realized as I was watching it that Kate Chastain is my dream guest on Jeff Lewis Live. I feel like Jeff and Kate, that I need to see that happen. I need to, I want, I want hot takes from them. Like I want to come up with the game. We don't need to ask who's fucking who because we all know that we'll all fuck each other if you give us enough tequila. So really I have other questions I need to ask you guys. Like, do you sleep with the TV on or off? Okay, at night, you know, it's just weird questions like that. Um, So I did need to mention that The Traders is hosted by Shrek. If you close your eyes, it is absolutely hosted by Shrek. But to be fair, everyone in Scotland is Shrek. How do I know this? Because that's where I chose of my own free will. I had the entire, entire world in my oyster. The world was my oyster. And I fucking chose Scotland. Scotland, have a great evening. Uh, when I was 19 years old and I didn't understand one goddamn thing. It was a, it was a wild, wild fucking time. Um, but the host of the traders, his outfits are on 100, but I do have to do a quick rant about his makeup. Cause I know guys are starting to wear makeup now and it's all cool. Anyone, I don't, 
gender, whatever, wear, do whatever you fucking want. Okay. But it's bad enough to see all these girls on TV with tint face, tint face, which is what I call it when their face is tinted many shades darker than their neck, hands, arms, every body part in sight that we can see. And then it's, if you're not doing the right shade on your face, the least you can do is sprinkle some powder all over your body. All of your, I know that um, Mercedes Javid, she does that. She would never have this issue. She would always make sure her body, I remember because she said when she slept over Jeff's, she was scared to get her orange all over her sheets and it would look like a Cheeto combust in the night. I don't know. But not only does she have flawless Persian skin, but also she would cover herself in like pounds of body makeup. So what's Kim K. Kim K just did this on the Kardashian. It's uh, so, okay. My only thing. Yes. Do your makeup how you want. But if you're going to do tint face, then know that my eyes are bleeding. Okay. So it's not enjoyable. It's not enjoyable. Great cat eye. Horrible shading. Horrible color match. Horrible color match. Okay. So I'm being shady about the shading, but welcome to fucking Splash of CS. It's in the name, babe. It's in the fucking name. Love you. Okay. Also about traders. The whole thing is that like there's a few traders and then there's the faithfuls and they're trying to like murder each other kind of, but they keep on saying mur like the traders are trying to murder the faithfuls and it's like murder, murder, murder Allie. And it's just like, what are we talking about? Like, how did this get approved down the line? I understand that traders started on Peacock. So maybe it's a little more laxy daisy over there, but like What? What? I'm uncomfortable. Honestly, watching it, that was my biggest qualm. Besides tint face was the fact, and that Shrek. But I, well, no, I'm so sorry. All you Scottish people, I fucking love it. I really do. Okay, so anyways, um, when you say murder 50 million times throughout a fun reality game show, it was jarring. It was jar It was a tad overkill. And I'm all puns are fucking intended there, okay? Why not banish? Why not traded? The traders traded them to Murder Island or Exile Island. Or they're exiled. They're exiled. Any right-click synonym. We do not need murder. It was so aggressive. So aggressive. And then also they vote each other out on this big round table with little chalkboards for them to write each other's name, whoever they're voting out. Okay, so say Kate and Christian are both on the chopping block, right? One name has four letters and one has 70 million. So if I'm Christian and I see you over there scribbling for days, then I obviously know you're not writing Kate. I know you're not writing, you're writing more than four letters. So I'm lunging across the table to change your board before you fucking murder me. Because I don't want to get murdered. Exiled? Okay. Banished? Sure. Traded? Fine. Not murdered. Okay? So I have some thoughts. When do I not? This podcast exists because nobody gives a I unsolicited opinions. All right? If you want Amy's advice, here we go. Here we go. Speaking of going, we are going right into today's episode. You guys, we are a whole new podcast. We are doing same day turnovers. Okay. I told you I'm not fucking joking about working hard. I'm goddamn ready to leave this life behind. All right. Jump right into Amanda McCants pants. Ew, I'm kidding. I don't know what that was. Okay. So, um, we'll have my editor take that out. <clears throat> okay. May 1st, Jeff Lewis Live. We had Amanda McCants, we had Doug Buden, and we had Shane Douglas. We started with Jameson's Disneyland trip. Him and his friends listened to Disney Instrumental on the car ride. 
five gays and beignets. That was the theme of the weekend. It was five gays for the beignets. I just loved how they said it at one point. Like somebody said gays right before beignets. And I was like, oh, nobody picked up. I love the, I love the rhyming of it all. Clearly five gays get the beignets. Hey, yay, yay, yay. Um, okay. So the Lewis family went to Century City on Saturday. And by Lewis family, I mean, uh, Jeff, his son, Shane and his daughter Monroe. And they met his new his son, Kian, is being, like, fostered right now by Jeff. He hasn't fully been through the adoption process, but he's been doing house visits, and now he's doing Century City visits to see if it really will be a match in the long term. Um, Jeff, I'm also here and willing to be adopted by you. Huh? Um, he's like, fuck that bitch. Yeah, but if you adopt me, then you can control me, and then you can stop me from this madness. Anyways, on the way to Century City... They witnessed an arrest. There were four or five cop cars coming in to help this guy. And Jeff goes over a list with Monroe about what can get you arrested. And then he asks, is this a weird conversation to have with a six-year-old? And it's like, Jeff, Jeff, I promise you, every conversation with a six-year-old is fucking weird. Fucking weird. Just weird. I don't know. Like things, you just don't know what to say. My nieces always ask me why I can't be their mom. Why can't I be their mom? And I have to explain to them that their moms are cool too. Just not as cool as me. And we can't have everything. All right? So every conversation's weird. I love it. It's great. That shows her imagination. Creativity is on the rise. Speaking of rising out of nowhere, a stalker showed up at Jeff's gate twice in one day. He seems to think it's the neighbor that's upset with Jeff about running his pool pump. Now, okay, if that was his neighbor, what's he there to do? What's he there to, to show up and be like, turn off that pool pump? Like, I'm ready to fucking Vander dump him out of this neighborhood. Like, let the people fucking pump. God damn. But also, should we really be this casual about a stranger at the door? Like, is it confirmed to be the neighbor? Because this is Jeff fucking Lewis. This ain't no chump. Well, don't ask David Bedore that. Apparently, allegedly, we all are. But Jeff, I would like to please, can you just confirm for us that you have better security than Dorit Kemsley, if you know what I mean? And also to everyone out there, Toby will fuck you up. Toby will fuck, if you try to pull anything, even pull the pump, pull, pull the pump out of the pool. <laughs> oh my God, help me. SOS. Toby will fucking get you. And that's all alleged. And that is not a threat. Please just, we're, this is all in jest, all right? Fucking jest. Jeff and jest. In Jeff and jest, I trust. Oh my God, you guys did miss me, huh? All right, so we have confirmed that Gage and Scott are officially court-ordered together. Truly fucking bizarre. I mean, we can all agree. Everyone's so weirded out by it. I just don't understand. It frustrates me when, uh, whatever. I just don't understand why Gage tries to set boundaries with Jeff. Like, don't post pictures on your social media of our daughter and do the whatever. When Gage clearly has no boundaries. Like, genuinely, I can't think of a better fuck you than dating one of my ex's exes. I mean, obviously, all of my exes downgraded, so I'm not trying to dip into their sloppy seconds. Plus, I'm not a lesbian, but I'm sure I honestly would have enjoyed dating half the girls more than these guys because boys are horrible. Case in point, Gage and Scott are two boys. 
awful. <laughs> I don't know what any of this means. Uh, it's genuinely just one of the fucking strangest relationships ever. Jeff, we all have your back on this one. Who can you date? <gasps> Who can you date that can be fun? You know what? We're not going petty. We're not being petty as bitch. We're going up, Jeff. We are elevating you to the extreme. You're going to date fucking like George Clooney next. Yes, you heard me right. Amal who? Amal who? I'll take them all. I'll take them all. I'll take one for the team. You take George and we'll fucking tag team into, <clears throat> I don't know, the Daily Mail. Okay, so Jeff also mentions that when Scott and Jeff were dating, Gage used to ruin their weekend with the shenanigans that he pulled. And now I wonder if... Jeff does the same. Like if Scott and Gage are sitting there being like, Jeff just ruined our weekend with that post or that radio show. And it's just probably, probably because they have nothing else to do besides date their ex's ex. Fuck that. How do you just, especially because there was a youth involved. That's what's so wild. Like it's next level because what a mind fuckery that is to have to explain. And of course, you're all going to have to explain it. And guess what? You can twist it, anything. I always say, you can say whatever you want and you can say that it's true till your face is blue. That doesn't make it motherfucking true, okay? So however you want to spin a narrative, whatever. At the end of the day, it is so sketchy that they're dating. And I think everyone involved, including the youth, as when they grow up, will see that. That's all I'm trying to say. Speaking of growing up, Grant and Doug are going on a date and I want everybody to stop treating Doug like he's never fucking gone on a date in his life, okay? Amanda did give him some good advice to not tell him about Jeff Lewis Live, but she's so cute, totally forgot that um, their social media is absolutely smeared, smeared in JLL. She also said that Doug should have a drink before and they kind of touched on this, but... I agree that most of us can handle a drink before, but like, it was like, Amanda, do you know our Dougie? Do you know our Dougie? He's going to be hammered. He's going to be hammered before he walks in. And that's totally happened to me where I have a drink or two before. And then I forget by the time I get to the restaurant. And then you obviously get one or two, two slash three when you're there. And then I have no choice but to go home with him because I can't drive. I can't drive. I've learned though. <clears throat> sometimes I learned. Um, but they were trying to give him like fashion advice. Fuck that, Doug. Remember Amanda's first rule? You're auditioning these boys for you. They're trying to get a lead role in the play of your life, okay? So if they don't want to be the lead with a guy who wears Tommy Bahama shirt, then go fuck a Johnny Panana instead, all right? And leave us with our Tommy Bahamas. I need help. I understand that. Okay, so honestly, I'm more excited to hear about Doug's scary Sherry experience than his date. Because you guys, we're making so much about this date because I get Jeff has a lot serious stuff going on. So this is fun, lighthearted. Speaking of lighthearted, light dating. That's a thing. Doug's date, Grant, is lightly dating somebody else. So no matter what, I just wouldn't get our hopes up too much. Like, obviously, they're going to go out and they're going to have fun, good food, good company, good laughs. That's all it is, okay? Good drinks, not too many drinks. But, like, let's not try to make this more or, like, whatever. He already said he was lightly dating because he wanted an out. So we get it. Doug, keep your options open. Are you on Hinge, Doug? Get on these apps. Get on Hinge, not just Grindr. I want you on, like, cute things, like okay Cupid or something. Oh, my God, can you pick? Picture Doug playing Cupid with like a giant um like cloth diaper and an arrow. I love him so much. I love you, Doug. Okay. He's like, don't ever talk about me in a diaper again. Noted. Noted. 
he did speaking of because he did say he's feeling extra masculine (laughs) and then i have to bring him bring up doug in a diaper okay so he gave us the word of the week varyl varyl i looked it up adjective having strength energy and a strong sex drive typically used of a man so webster still hasn't gotten into the 2023 gender neutrality these days of course doug feels varyl I'm like feral, feral when he power washes, which he's been doing around the house. Like, yeah, you're fucking power. You got the power, man. But I also need my car to be pressure washed. You guys, it got fucking egged. My car got egged. Needeth I repeateth againeth? Honestly, I am a chump whose car gets fucking egged. And I know it was a targeted attack because it happened in my condo complex and mine was the only car and there were eggshells all over. I was like, what is that streak? What is that streak of shit? I thought a bird had like threw up or had diarrhea or something. I thought it was a sickly creature was approaching, but uh, yeah, no, it was just egg yolk. It was fucking egg yolk. Yolk on my face, yolk on my car. And it's just like, are you fucking yoking, joking me? Because I don't, I may, I mean, I do smoke weed. Maybe they get annoyed at the smell. I don't know. I don't know. Lame ass shit. I need a power washer. Fuck whoever egged me. Fuck your life. Love you. Okay, so we talked about Liz Rome's birthday party. Um, We're casually not going to bring up the fact that Stu did not attend. Um, I'll respect Jeff's wishes. He clearly did not want to discuss. Instead, he went out with um, uh, other friends. I I don't know. Jeff, call me. We'll have fun. But Jeff kept saying nothing sketchy happened with all these other, because everyone was like, ooh, you went out with other friends? Like, oh, fun night? What did you get into? And he's like, nothing happened. Nothing happened. It was all above board. Above board. What? Above board? What does that even mean? What, above board? What happens when you go below board? Where's the board? What board? Surfboard? Chalkboard? What kind of riding on that surfboard? Grinding on that? Were you grinding on that wood? You can still do that above board. You don't need to be below board to grind on that wood. I have so many questions. Above board? I've never heard that expression. I never heard it. The more you know. Okay, so Jeff brings us back to Century City to the cute parking attendant. Now, as a tip, he means to give her four single dollars, four single doll hairs. Instead, he gives her four singles with a 20 entangled in between by accident. So 24 doll hairs. It was too late to ask for it back. Like the second he handed it, he noticed and she was like, oh my God, thank you so much. And he was like, ah, I could just picture him like not letting go of it. And her like, thank you, trying to grab it. And he's just like not letting go. And Shane's like, Jeff, let go of the money. And Jeff's just like sitting there sweating. Like I can't, I understand. I'd be the exact same way. Like you're generous enough. That's a thing. Jeff, you are so fucking generous. Call you Jefferis generous jefferson whatever i don't know um you're so generous so when it's like when it's like you accidentally over tip by 1200 percent, yeah it's a little jarring it's a little jarring but hi you now have an after show with a host named amy quinley and i'm here to help you with problems i have your solution i know it was too late to ask for it back or not too late i guess you can always ask for things back if i was her would i give it back Absolutely not. No, I wouldn't. I'd be like, it's okay, sir. It's okay. I'll take it as is. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye. Ah, okay. So here's the solution. Next time, Jeff, when you give her a tip like that and you see it's 24 instead of four and you know that you've seen this parking attendant, she obviously knows it's you because yet I reminded you again, you're Jeff motherfucking Lewis. We all know who the fuck you are. Okay. So 
And we all love you, by the way. Okay, so next time when you give her that $24, you know what you say? You know what you say? You look at her and you go, no worries, that's for the month. This is for the month. I want to pay you ahead in case I don't have cash with me when I see you in May. Boom, right there. Now you don't have to tip her. You just pre-tipped for the entire month of May. The entire, and she knows, she knows, she's all good with it. She doesn't need a $4 every time. You just did it. You just did it. How often are you going to send Teresa? Maybe two more times in May. So now she just made $10 each time. Boom, boom. Next time you over tip, you say that's for the month. Quick, quick, easy. That is why I'm here. I love you so much. Then you smile big and you just move the fuck on and stop wasting money on all these people. Because everybody in that studio kept on telling you, Jeff, that you're rich anyways. Give it all away and you'll get it back tenfold. Bad advice. Bad advice. No, won't. You're going to go broke, bitch. Fucking tell them next time it's for the month. Case closed. Problem solved. Hi, hello. I'm here. Now, Zoila is ready to come back to work. Woo! Um, Jeff, I'm also available for hire as well. If like all your employees start disappearing because Aurora drove to Jeff's house today to let him know that she is sick. So Jeff, please listen to Friday's episode because you seemed very confused about why Aurora would ever drive over an hour to come to her boss's house, look at him from 10 feet away, say, I'm sick. I need to go home and then turn around and drive another hour back. I'm telling you right now, it is Matilda Trunchable and Chokey Syndrome. Now, in this case, Aurora's Matilda, Jeff is Trunchable, and the Chokey is his household. <laughs> I don't know. But I have been Aurora, where I'm petrified to tell a boss I'm actually sick because of all the other times that I faked it, or especially after a weekend in Vegas. Like, of course she's terrified. Again, I wouldn't be so quick if I was Jeff to ask why would she ever drive over an hour to tell you that she's sick? And instead, ask, why is your employee so scared that she will literally drive over an hour to tell you she's sick? And of course, Jeff says he's joking, which look, again, I totally understand. I'm super sarcastic. I get it. I love it all. I think every humor is honestly funny, except like really, really mean. But um, even just now I was walking into my condo and I was carrying a bunch of bags and my neighbor saw me as he was parking and he was like, Amy, I could have carried stuff for you next time. You know, I have two hands. And I was like, ha thanks, Joe. I'm all set. And I get into my house and then I'm like, hey, I have two hands. I can help you. Well, Joe, why don't you fucking use one of those hands to shove up your fucking ass because you clearly have nothing. Else. What am I saying? Like he was being nice and helping me, but I was just laughing to myself being this little gremlin about it like oh I have two hands shove it up your fucking ass like I don't know why why were you being so aggressive Amy to yourself about like I don't know I just it's funny okay so all I'm trying to say is that I get that 90% of the population doesn't think things are funny but you might so Jeff I get it you have a very specific sense of humor though and then get mad if other people don't have it too like I'm sure it was funny for you for you and I'm sure she laughs along because you fucking pay her but most people hate being ripped apart for tiny mistakes. And of course we know Jeff's done so much therapy work, but I feel like it's all being thwarted right now under the stress of the court date and relationship shit. But no one is pointing out the fact that it's actually extremely sad that Avora felt like she had to do that. And again, I understand, I get it. I had bosses give me shit too, 
I hated having to tell them stuff. But again, my best advice when dealing with a trunchable is just get ready to have fun in the fucking chokey. Get ready to have some fun. Bring a book, bring a Sudoku, bring a fucking drink. But you can't change dealing with a trunchable. You can't change people and you can't change that Jeff is going to have these ruthless reactions sometimes when he's super stressed. So you might as well... Do what you have to do. And if on Tuesday he was like, oh, Aurora had to take yesterday off because she was so hungover, then Aurora, you just say, yup, oh my God, so many body shots off those strippers. Damn, mm, tequila all night. Uh -uh. That's what he wants. He wants you to either play along or you're going to get stomped on. That's the name of the game. So I just gave you a cheat code, okay? You're welcome. You got to play along. We're going to have some fun. And that is the theme of this fucking podcast. We're here to play along, have some fucking fun. I've had the most fucking fun recapping Jeff Lewis Live. And we are going to be here five days a week. Again, we're not going anywhere. If the chumps are here to stay, then Amy Quinley is here to stay, okay? That's how it goes. Watch them announce their show cancellation tomorrow. <laughs> All right, we always have plan Bs. But for now, plan A is to see you back here tomorrow. Enjoy Jeff Lewis Live. Go listen to the episodes. Catch up on Splash of Sass. Tell your friends about it. And I'll see you tomorrow. Love you. Bye. Splash. 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 Splash of Sass.